So today I want to kind of largely look at two physical traits that, again, an, an athlete must hold concurrently, meaning at the same time, in order if they want to get really good at CrossFit. Like these are two non-negotiable things that they must have. However, if I'm just like kind of generally thinking about an athlete's potential, one of the things that has to be brought to the table and I have to kind of look at and address as a coach is their just their mentality and like their headspace and for me, I think that this is a really good predictor of how actually good they're going to be able to get at CrossFit just because in order to get good at CrossFit, especially there's just so many things that you have to do and there you have to kind of be pulled in so many different directions and you have to train a lot to that. You just have to be a really resilient person in terms of your mind as well. So it's really important that someone has the mentality that's necessary in order to develop a lot of the other physical traits that they're going to need. The fitness movement is brought to you by Zor Fitness. We offer coaching and individualized program design, as well as educational content for coaches and athletes. It's all at one place, zorfitness.com. So it's really important that someone has the mentality that's necessary in order to develop a lot of the other physical traits that they're going to need. And this is true for athletes of any age. However, I would say this is especially true for young athletes, for teens or just yeah, athletes who have a lot of their fitness career ahead of them still, they're at the point where it just, a lot of their physical traits are still really malleable, right? You can kind of morph them into what they need to be from a coach's perspective. And that is generally like, for example, like athletes are generally coming to me or the parents are coming to me to pursue a coaching relationship. I'm usually more concerned about where their mentality is because I know that I'm going to give them good program design. That's my job. That's what I do. So from my perspective of looking at them as an athlete and what their potential in the, the sport of CrossFit is, I'm more concerned with where's their mind at and like how you know capable they actually are of doing consistent training that can be challenging frequently and doing that over years and years and being consistent with that. I'm much more concerned with that. So for me, if I start working with a, a kid who wants to be competitive in the sport of CrossFit down the line, I care less, uh, you know, if their squat numbers are competitive and I care a whole lot more if they don't miss any other training sessions, right? Basically, again, showing me that even if you don't have all the physical traits that you have, that you kind of need in order to be at your best in the sport, you at least have the mentality that will allow you to get there. Whereas if there's a talented young kid and they don't work particularly really hard, it's really hard to like elicit you know, just trying harder out of them. Like that's, that's a really hard thing to do for a lot of people. Um, whereas like a lot of the physical traits of someone is a hard worker, especially in the sport of trust CrossFit allows them to develop uh, a lot of the physical skills that they need, especially if they have a lot of that adaptation currency left, right? Like a young kid is a lot of um, ability to morph their, their body, how you need it to, uh, in order to, to get to a high level, if that's what they want to do. Because again, a kid's not going to be adherent to a program if they're not really bought into and caring a lot about um, the thing that they're doing. So it also is probably a good litmus test in that way. So anyway, let's talk a little bit more about the role of the mind. I have three different things that I think, you know, if I'm thinking about like mental resiliency for an athlete, like this is what sort of comes to mind in terms of like, these are important things that I would look for in an athlete so that they're able to actually get to their potential in CrossFit. Really, I would say this is probably any, you know, training-based endeavor that someone would want to go about. Uh, or maybe you could expand this to sport as a whole. One would be monotony. Two, 
mechanical and metabolic pain. Three, long-term consistency. So monotony, to me, this is where there's a clear divergence between CrossFit as a training methodology and um, CrossFit as a sport, right? If you are doing it as a training methodology, like a class environment, you're going to get a big variety. You're going to have a heavy day sometimes. Sometimes you're just going to come in and lift. You might be working on skills one day and it's going to rotate and vary and just be like really different a lot of the time. And it keeps things really fresh. And that's why people get into CrossFit just from a GPP perspective, like general physical preparedness. They're just general fitness. It's fun. Yeah. Whereas training for the sport of CrossFit isn't always fun. Right? You're going to be going through linear progressions a lot of the time where you're seeing the exact same thing as the week prior and there's just a small tweak on it. Right, And for some athletes, they have a really hard time with that, especially if there's someone who's done the class environment for a while. It's a challenge to get them to understand that you are going to have to be doing the, basically the same thing for a very long time in order to get really good at this one thing. If you want to improve your snatch, you're going to have to be snatching probably you know at least twice a week for the next you know, several months in order to get to the point where you're going to um, have a significant improvement in your list, for example, right? So just to be able to handle that, that monotony. Two is metabolic and mechanical pain. So metabolic pain, meaning like going hard in workouts, having that feeling of fatigue, and just the truthfully the pain sensations that come along with that. Um, I talked about exercise-induced uh, pain and like coping mechanisms for that in episode 110. So if you're curious about that a little bit more, you can go listen to that one. And then mechanical pain, meaning that there's going to be times in strength training and workouts where you are going to be in joint distress and experiencing a lot of intensity around a particular, um, you know, loading a particular pattern, just from the fact that you're like you're doing a lot of volume and you're you're asking your joints to do a lot, and there's going to be times where they don't feel great, and understanding the difference between that and being injured and being able to be mentally resilient to that is a very important thing as well. So metabolic and mechanical pain and finally long-term consistency. And I think this is probably the most overlooked thing in terms of uh, a mentality as to what will allow someone to get great. If you want to get really good in CrossFit, how I would think about it is like, can you first perform your week of training sessions with great quality? Can you do that right for one week? And then it's like, can you do that for the next five, seven 10 years, right? Um, a lot of people will be able to do one week consistently. Very, very few will be able to go five, seven, 10 years without wavering from that, that goal. That's an extremely rare quality to have. So from my perspective, that's what I believe is, is a big picture of like the role of the mind is one, monotony, two, metabolic and mechanical stress, and then three, long-term consistency. Okay, now I want to talk about physical traits, right? Again, what I'm looking for in a future CrossFit Games athletes. There are two physical traits that if an athlete has those two things concurrently, that I get very, very excited because I know how rare those two things are paired together. Here they are. Number one, being strong. Number two, being volume tolerant. So being strong, like can they produce the maximal contractions that are competitive with the games field, across the games field, right? Meaning that they don't have to be strong relative to the weightlifting community. They don't have to be strong relative to the strongman community. They need to be competitive relative to their competitive field. In that case, it's a CrossFit Games athlete. Those are professionals in CrossFit. Um, so if you want to be at the best in the sport of CrossFit, that's who you need to be strong relative to. 
And then volume tolerance, like, are you capable of recovering from volume with intensity, right? Doing those things frequently on a regular basis and doing a lot of that. Because the reality is once you are strong enough, which is just a huge asterisk, but once you're strong enough, then CrossFit is more of an endurance sport, right? It's about sub maximal qualities that are really the separator amongst the best, meaning that it's more about muscular endurance, repeatability, sustainability for those athletes. Again, if they're strong enough, it allows them to then focus on some of those um, lesser qualities. And lesser qualities not meaning that they're less important, just lesser quality meaning that they're sort of like down the tree, so to speak. So why these two traits? Why strength? Why volume tolerance? First of all, they're just so rare to be paired together, right? I see athletes all the time, and I've coached athletes who um, they have one or the other. So, for example, personally, I've worked with athletes who are stronger than games level, right? Meaning that they are stronger than the average CrossFit Games athlete. I've worked with them, and generally, they're not super great at getting through all their CrossFit training. Um, Generally, they are much more relaxed in how they go about mechons, and generally, they are not super tolerant to a lot of volume. And this is probably one reason why they're strong, but then also likely they're just sort of swayed that direction where they are biased towards strength and power, and therefore they just handle less volume well. Um, So typically if that happens and I get an athlete like that, they're usually less adherent to the training and they're usually um, more likely to get injured if they put on a lot of strength really quickly. And likewise, I've worked with athletes who are, you know, games level fitness, right? Where they are, in terms of like metcon ability, like the best of the best, right? They have excellent time trial numbers. They have excellent uh, cyclical capacity. They have excellent muscular endurance qualities. They have great cardiovascular and respiratory endurance and sustainability. Like, again, those qualities down the tree are, are fantastic. And for those athletes, basically every time I've had one of those athletes, they really, really struggle to get strong enough to be competitive, right? Like they're never going to qualify for the CrossFit games just because they're not strong enough, right? Their maximal contractions aren't finely tuned enough and they're not able to create enough strength and power in order to be competitive with that field, right? So you have to have both and having both is such an exceptionally rare combination. So again, you're going to have I don't want to say a lot, but many more athletes who have one or the other. They are either strong or they're volume tolerant, but it's rare to have both together. And then I would argue if you have both, if you have strength and if you are volume tolerant at the same time, then you can develop a lot of the other qualities if you don't currently have them. So, for example, if you lack skill, like, you know, you have certain movements that aren't super clean, right? You can clean those up, right? If you don't have great muscular endurance in a particular pattern, you can do things to improve that because you can do a lot of training. If you don't have a fantastic engine right now, again, you're going to be able to handle doing lots of training that will allow you to create great cardiac qualities without completely tanking your strength. Again, because that's what we see with a lot of athletes is you can get them good enough at doing CrossFit, but then their strength numbers aren't where they need to be. Or vice versa, right? They get strong enough and they're starting to develop their strength really well and their energy starts to to fade. So as I said before, having both those things at the same time is extremely rare. Do you have a topic that you'd like to request as a future show or just a question about training? Reach out to me. My email is ben at zorfitness.com or you can DM me on Instagram at zorfitness. Lastly, head over to zorfitness.com 
if you want to browse all of our previous shows with in-depth show notes, as well as educational content for all things training. And the reason I'm recording this is because the other week I told one of my athletes, like, I believe you have what it takes to be great. Referring to the sport of CrossFit. And to me, it was because the athletes had that extremely rare mix of traits. They have the mentality, right? They have the ability to handle monotony, doing the same thing week in, week out, long training progressions without much variance. Uh, They have the ability to cope with metabolic and mechanical pain. They have coping mechanisms that are appropriate for those things and understanding what level of those things is appropriate depending on what time of year you're in what time of a workout you're in, a lot of the other factors that surround that. And then being able to be consistent from training cycle to training cycle to training cycle, showing up, putting in the work, quality work, and then having those two critically important physical traits in strength and volume tolerance, being strong enough to compete with the best in CrossFit and being a volume tolerant, being able to, for stretches of time, handle 10 plus sessions a week with multiple pieces in each of those sessions and intensity on each of those. So for me, that's what I look for in a future CrossFit Games athlete. Thanks for listening today. If you're someone who just started listening to the show, I would encourage you to subscribe so you can stay up to date. If you're someone who's been listening for a while, I would encourage you to rate and review the show. And lastly, the best thing that you can do to support our work is also the best thing that you can do for your performance. And that is by hiring one of our coaches. Until next time, stay the course.